Jazz is the only music for me. and education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm your anime John Coltrane on a snowboard, because I still think this show's about snowboarding. (laughs) Excellent. Snowboard and jazz. Well, I'll tell you it's not. It's about one of those things. (laughs) I hope it's snowboards. I don't know why you'd call it Kids on the Slope, and it not be about a slope activity like snowboarding. Get ready because it's be... about longboarding, idiot. <laughs> this is Cali, bro. Oh shit! Both I saw of you that are about ups- to be severely disappointed. <laughs> I should have remembered that one episode of Rocket Power where they did longboarding. Hey, one, two, three, four, Rocket Power. <laughs> what? <laughs> was, was the theme song, but I did it dumb. Anyways, what, what's, what is this going on this week? Well, Brendan already said it, but this was my pick. We're going to be watching the first three episodes of Kids on the Slope, which coincidentally expires on Hulu tomorrow. Oh. So we got so, uh, it just in time, but not just in time for the listeners. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh, you should have been in the future with us, or the past? past. I don't know. Hmm. Time is garbage. Time is relative. (laughs) Time doesn't exist, only clocks and calendars. It's too early for this fucking line. Listen, (laughs) your noon is my 7 a.m. Yikes. (laughs) Oh, no. My roommate's gone. No one here is to take care of me. I don't know what's happening. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, yeah, so um, this didn't really come as a recommendation from anyone that I know specifically. I think Paul might have mentioned it to me. My older brother, Tate, actually started watching it because he heard about it from a different podcast. Um, One that's not about anime. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh. Um, not, not a competitor. Yeah. But uh, the other day he told me, uh, he was like, oh, when are you guys recording? And I was like, Sunday. And he was like, oh, okay, because Kids on the Slope expires on Monday. I've decided that I don't need to watch the whole thing by Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. But also, sure. A glowing recommendation. <laughs> yeah. It's good, but, but yeah, I'm not binging uh, it one day good. I really don't know much about it other than it's about kids that do jazz jazz baby that's jazz baby <laughs> brendan do you know anything about this considering this all considering all I new to you thought it was about snowboarding no i know nothing <laughs> how cool. about well, you <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm going in blind yeah, uh sorry. shocking uh, <laughs> surprise surprise but but yeah let's 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 get into some jazz. A one, two, three, four. Ah, <laughs> 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 
Do you like jazz? Boom! <laughs> You're the one that bought me B-Movie for Christmas in 2017. What? Did I? Oh, no, no I that thought was that me. was Dugan. I thought oh. that was Dugan booing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> did I get Dugan drunk did. and start buying B-Movie again for random people? <laughs> hey, it was on sale. That's yeah. not an excuse. <laughs> it was also a good prank. Because <laughs> right underneath it was the better present. Anyway. Shrek 4. <laughs> Shrek 4. No, it was It 1990. Oh. Um, Let's talk about this anime. All right. Uh, yeah, because I I have thoughts and feelings. Oh, <laughs> weird. Interesting. Is this a weird like childhood slice of life anime that hits you square in the memories that we didn't realize would happen again? Hmm. I'm interested. A little bit. <laughs> I'm interested for context. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get started. Episode one. Episode one. We start right out with the OP. There's no cold open or anything, and it's, it's like, chill as hell. Yeah, it's a little, like, slice of lifey, but then, you know, the music starts picking up, and I see a few of them playing. Yeah. There's, it's not very jazzy. Yeah. Yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> that's complaint number one for me. <laughs> is, this is a show about jazz, yet neither the opening nor the ending have jazz in them. Hmm. There's not enough jazz in my jazz. Yeah, it wasn't. There wasn't. It's like a clear opportunity. But yeah. They just missed. I mean, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't mind, but like it wasn't bad. But like, hmm. Yeah. It's about music. You think it would incorporate that music? And the animation was really smooth in the opening too. I liked it. Yeah. yeah like they got those musical notes flying around. All that sheet music. Mm-hmm. It really sets it up, like, quickly with the animation of, like, oh, wow, this is very nice, like, very pretty, and until they really put a effort into it, and it's not just, like, a stock, uh, I don't want to say stock footage, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, your standard anime where you're just swapping out, like, the main characters, and they all kind of look the same. Like, you can tell this is a kind of passion project of the team. Yeah. I like, it gave me your name vibes just in terms of, like, um, the environment. Um... I don't know why, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we start off with the main character. He's walking up a slope. Uh, oh. He even says I, slope. <laughs> yeah, this this felt just very heavy-handed. <laughs> Gotta make this we'll clear. get into it, but a lot of this episode feels very heavy-handed. <laughs> a lot. I, w- I took a lot of notes, even though... I don't know, it was just a lot of, like, introduction stuff, but yeah. I was like, I feel like I need to know this all. Um, so he's walking up the hill with all these kids going to school, and he's like, it's too hot, there are too many kids here, I hate walking uphill, this sucks. I My glasses are fogging up from the sweat. And I want to go home. This kid gets me on, like, a spiritual level. Yeah, strong start. <laughs> Little shitty kid whining about everything. That's me. <laughs> yeah, so he is transfer student. Check. Whoa. Um, he is introduced to the class. His name is Kaoru Nishimi. Um, and as he's walking to his desk, all the kids are kind of just talking shit around him. They're like, "I hear he's super rich and super smart." But, like, not in a it admiration kind of way. 
look at this fucking rich nerd. (laughs) He thinks he's better than us, which, to be fair, he does. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wrong. Uh, So he sits at his desk, and then it's, like, lunchtime, and this nerdy boy next to him, like, reaches out, and he's like, Hey, Nishimi, have you uh, decided on any clubs yet? You like radios? <laughs> this <laughs> fucking Melvin of a character. He's so sweet. <laughs> this is a huge class. He's, well, he's not annoying, though. He's nice. <laughs> he's just like, um, he, even his voice is just very nerdy. Yeah. Um, and then there are some jabronis at the front of the class that just <laughs> start making fun of them because they're two boys in glasses talking to each other. That's all it takes. Yeah, to be fair, that's uh, that's a bad crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's, like, a, it happened before, but there are, like, little clips inserted of someone ooh, um, mm-hmm. just, like, playing sick drumming rhythms with two regular sticks, not drumsticks, on, like, whatever, like, brick walls, railings, stuff like that. Bang Babies. Babies. <laughs> Open wounds. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Nitroglycerin <laughs> containers. Oh, God, but it's so cool. <laughs> I can't stop the Be- jazz. It's healing my broken arm. <laughs> um, and then we cut back to the class, and uh, the nerdy boy gestures to like the seat behind him, and he says, Hey, Nishimi, just so you know, don't mess with the guy that sits behind me. His name is Kawabuchi, and he's a thug. And I was uh, like, no I good delinquent. Drumming. What? So, I missed that. I said he's a no good delinquent. Ah, uh, yes. It was unimportant. <laughs> I just wanted to hear what you said. Um, but I, at that moment, I was like, I bet that's the kid that's drumming. Um, and then uh, the, this is like the first time we see any other emotion out of Nishimi than like angst. He just starts sweating because he's scared. He's like, oh. oh no. I already got bullied, but there's a bigger bully on his way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then a girl comes in. Her name is Ritsuko. And she says, hi, Nishimi. I'm here to show you around. She's the class rep. Yeah. And he says, I don't feel sick anymore. And I was like, oh. <laughs> he has a crush. The vomit in my stomach was replaced by butterflies. Vomit butterflies. Yuck. Um, And then we're showing the boy drumming again, and one of his sticks breaks. Dang it. Um, And then uh, she's just showing him around. She's like, there's the gym. There's the infirmary. And then someone throws a baseball at his head. And it doesn't seem to hit very hard. Or if, like, I don't even know if it was, like, a real baseball, but that's how it looked. And I was like, ow. Yeah, you get clocked in the back of the head. That's that's more than a sting. That's like mm. permanent damage. <laughs> Baseballs are hard. And so is this school. He's getting jumped in by the gangs. Yeah, gotta get initiated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that happens, and he's like on the ground, and he's like sweating, and he looks like he's gonna barf. <laughs> and he's like, where's the roof? And I guess Ritsuko points him in the direction of the roof, and he runs. Quick, I want to puke on the bullies. Ah, <laughs> I was thinking that. Vomit from above, bombs away. <laughs> I was thinking, if I'm going to barf, Excuse it's going to be spectacular. Me, barfs away. Barfs away. Oh, God. 
nasty. <laughs> um, and as he's running there, we get like his inner monologue. He says that he's been transferred to a lot of different schools, and every time something happens that like throws him off, he'll essentially he has like vertigo. So he'll like get like all he'll get thrown off and like his equilibrium will get thrown off and he'll get really nauseous. And he has found that the only place that helps him recover from this is the roof of any school. Which which is interesting. Odd considering he kinda has vertigo, which that's usually <laughs> what would cause it. Yeah. Uh, heights, the only cure. <laughs> <laughs> Face your fears. Um And he gets up to the roof, but there are some chairs blocking it. And there's something on the chairs that's being covered by a blanket. And his first thought is to take the blanket off of it. So he does so. And it's a boy. It's a big old ass. It's a zombie. It's that kind of show. (laughs) Gotcha. Jazz zombies. (laughs) Slow motion moment of them seeing each other for the first time. And I was like, oh my god. (laughs) I'm in love with their love. <laughs> with this little that with this little Ida and a fucking JoJo's character. Yeah. But in this one, Ida is the main character. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, yeah, I had the same thought. He looks like a JoJo like side character. Not a main JoJo, but one of his <laughs> gang. Yeah, he's the JoJo sidekick. It's the hat. It's the hat. <laughs> um so the boy under the cover reaches up and grabs Nishimi's hand and he says something about he's like ah I knew you'd come or something like that and then he like focuses on Nishimi and he's like why are you holding my hand (laughs) and he's like you held my hand and I was like they're in love this is it (laughs) and shit sparks are flying um and then he accuses him of being the key burglar and I was like what and then um oh oh (laughs) they Uh, the boy from the chairs gets up and he is so much taller than Nishimi. And my first thought, I just looked at it. I was like, wow, that's hot. (laughs) I was so mad at myself. (laughs) (laughs) But he's so much taller. I love it. He's, Um, he's like a Joe's character where it's like, oh, I'm a teenager. It's like, you're clearly 34 year old bodybuilder. Don't lie to me. (laughs) You are a solid seven feet taller than everyone your age. <laughs> um, so after that moment, um, Inishimi is like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't take your keys. Um, some bad boys come up the stairs and they're the ones that stole this guy's keys. Well, they're the keys to the roof. They're the keys to the roof. And uh, they're like, ah, the roof is reserved for senior smokers. <laughs> some bad <Cigarettes>. boys <laughs> you can tell we're the villains <laughs> we got jewels <laughs> Nick. Uh, i'm sorry um <laughs> that's what the kids are into nowadays right nicotine addiction yeah um, it's all the craze i mean yes actually yes yes just sad <laughs> yeah i'm not i won't get into it just uh, kind of this is a different not, podcast yeah this is not the truth podcast i'm sorry <laughs> Um, and then they go out on the roof and, uh, tall boy asks Nishimi if he really wants the keys. And he's like, um, yeah. So he goes out there and beats up the seniors. Yeah. Or tries to, but it seems like he lost because it's three against one. And when Nishimi goes back out there, uh, he's tall boys on the ground 
um, and the three seniors are gone. Thrown off the roof. (laughs) He killed them. forgot that during this, they play some pretty sick jazz. (laughs) During the fight, there's like cool jazz playing in the background. I didn't even notice. The animation for this fight, though, was very good. Yeah. Yeah, for Uh, like a non-fight oriented show. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so he's laying on the ground, Ishimi goes out there, and he's like, you okay? And he says, yeah. And he, like, holds up the key, he's like, you wanted this? And Ishimi's like, yeah, I did! Thanks, dude! And he's like, that's funny, um, 100,000 yen, please! (laughs) Thank you! (laughs) Money, please! (laughs) That's like a thousand dollars in American. (laughs) (laughs) It's still a lot, but (laughs) less impressive. (laughs) Um... And uh, Nishimi's like, never mind. And then there's some thunder, so it's gonna rain. Um, and then they're back in class, and who'd, who'd have thunk it? This tall boy is Kawabuchi. What? What? He's the thug boy. Shocker. <laughs> um, for the first, like, I took, like... I take notes in a very small notebook. For my first, like, uh, five pages of notes, uh, I called him Kawa, or Kawabuchi, and then for the last few pages, I called him Sentaro. So, I yeah. know I know who's who, but... <laughs> Glad someone does. I don't. I realized... Yeah, I got later on, it was Sentaro, but I didn't figure out their names until I was taking notes for the last episode. <laughs> I think he's the only one I know his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just realized they called him Sentaro more than they called him Kawabuchi, so I was like, ah, well, I guess I should call him that. My neighbor Sentaro. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. My neighbor Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I um, wish! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Ritsuko comes in, and she sees him, and she calls him Sentaro, which is his first name. She's like, oh, did you get in a fight again? And he calls her Rico. So they have, like, cute little nicknames for each... Well, she doesn't have a nickname for him, but they call each other by, like, very familiar names. Yeah, the first names. Yeah. And she's all mad at him. So mad. Um, and he's like, hey, Rico, what's what's this new kid's deal? And she's like, I'm not gonna tell a thug. And she, like, walks away. And I was like, ooh, bitch. Ooh. <laughs> she's not afraid of him. That's one of my favorite dynamics is, like, one... There's this. There's one guy that everyone is afraid of, and then there's one girl that's known him for forever and knows that he's not scary, and she's not afraid of him. <laughs> I also I love, love Yu the... Hakusho. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also love Carla and Doctor Cox from Scrubs. Yes. God, can we do a Scrubs episode? I know so much yes. about Scrubs. The best oh. anime. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm no Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So because Ritsuko won't tell him who New Boy is, uh, he reaches out to the nerdy boy and he's like, so who is he? And he's like, oh, he's a transfer student named Kaoru Mishimi and he is uh, rich. And Sentaro is like, cool, thank you. And then (laughs) he moves seats to sit behind Nishimi. Says, um, we're gonna be best friends, Richie. Yeah, he starts calling him Richie because apparently he's got money. Got that money. Yeah, money, honey. Um, 
And then uh, Nishimi feels nauseous again because, like, everyone's looking at them and he's like, I don't want this. Um, so he goes to run up to the root. He's like, do you have the, the keys still? And uh, Sentaro's like, yeah, but you can't have them, remember? And then he just takes them from Yoink. him and he runs up to the roof and Sentaro follows him. Um, and they're just standing up on the roof together in the rain under some umbrellas. And Sentaro says, this is boring. And Nishimi says, you can leave. Yeah. Didn't ask you to come here. <laughs> Not up here to have fun. Yeah. Um, and I was like, ooh, they're standing in the rain. Time to bond. Time to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Not too, bonding too quickly. Not that quick. Oh, no. My shirt's all wet. Ugh. I might as well just take it oh, off. Oh, no. Um, and then Nishimi, like, takes some steps forward, and then uh, Sentaro chases him around the roof. And then Sentaro uh, puts his umbrella down, and he's like, Nishimi, you do the same. Come on, let's let's stand in the rain. It's nice. It's refreshing. And he says, he's like, no, I don't want to. And he says, I wrote it down. He says, what are you afraid of? Nothing good comes from fear. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> this boy. This is too steamy. Um, how much gayer can this get? It All could get a lot less gay. turning to steam around them. Oh, no, it's boiling. <laughs> it actually gets a lot less gay, which is disappointing. Um, uh, yeah, there are then, a lot of homoerotic undertones to their <laughs> friendship in th- yeah. these episodes. Uh, so now they're, now they're all wet because they were standing in the rain together and Ritsuko's like, alright, go to the infirmary, grab some towels, and then uh, I'll bring you your gym clothes. Um, so while they're in the infirmary, uh, uh, Sentaro picks up a couple of pencils and starts drumming. And then, <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was so funny, Nishimi goes, is that jazz? <laughs> Is this Because who says that after hearing a drum beat for ten seconds? (laughs) Who's also not super familiar? Like, he's not that into jazz, like we find out later. So it's just like, how did he know instantly after, like, uh, ten notes, maybe? They're not notes. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not Um, Technically, even drums have a tone. Anyway. That's why they have to be tuned as well. (sighs) Hi, music. (laughs) (laughs) God. Even, I mean, even though he's, he plays, he says here that he plays classical piano, doesn't, doesn't mean that he doesn't know what jazz is. <laughs> he know he gets the gist. Like, jazz has a different, has a different feel than anything else. So I think you could recognize a jazz drum beat. The gist of jazz, it's, my autobiography. Yeah, it's still weird to go like, <laughs> hey, that's a style of music rather than, oh, you can play the drums. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then, uh, Ritsuko comes back and, uh, she says that, uh, Nishimi looks pretty without his glasses and he gets all flustered <gasps> and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I should have called you handsome. Would you, would you like that more? <laughs> Where are you um, into, bud? <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> Sentaro comes up behind him and grabs him and then blows on his hair. <sighs> And he was like, what the fuck is that? And he was like, I'm a human hair dryer. <laughs> and you know, a cock block. <laughs> so weird. Um, and um, I liked this part too. They go back to class and uh, Nishimi says, even though everyone's staring, I feel okay. I don't feel sick. 
And I was like, oh, that's nice, because you have friends now. Cute. Weird, if you don't act all superior and actually talk to people, you make friends. Who would have thunk? Can you believe there's still, like, things that happen in this episode? (laughs) Um, There's still more content. And then we get, like, some context for his, like, he has, like, daddy issues because his... (laughs) He's His dad character. is like a sailor or something, so he's never home, and so they've had to move around a lot too. Um, and right now he's staying with his uh, aunt and uncle um, and cousin, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's like downstairs in the morning looking at their piano, and then his cousin uh, Mariko, yes, sure, Mariko, comes downstairs. And she's like, play me something. And he's like, I don't think I should. It's early in the morning. And she's like, it's fine. I'll take the fall for it. I want to hear you play something. So he, so he starts playing something. It's beautiful. And then his aunt comes downstairs and she's like, what are you thinking? It's so early. And then he says, oh, Mary Co. wanted me to. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I told you to stop. Damn. And then, and then his aunt is like, yeah, don't put the blame on other people. This bitch. Boy. Wow, I'm so glad we don't see them in the rest of these episodes. (laughs) Yeah. She also, his aunt also mentions that his mom abandoned him and his dad, so he's also got mom issues. She's also throwing shade at his dad, too, so she's like, wow, you are just an insufferable bitch within the first two seconds. I love Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They were freaks. freaks. Uh, uh, So, uh... Then he's at school, and uh, Ritsuko goes up to him. He's, like, reading or something. And she's like, oh, uh, Santaro didn't come to school today. Are you lonely? And he's like, nah, I'm good. We, we ain't friends. Um, and she says that she, like, wants them to get along so they can, like, both have friends. Um, and that's when she mentions that her and Santaro are childhood buddies. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, he says something about them being familiar with each other, like calling each other by their first names. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, you can call me Ritsuko, too. I'll call you Kaoru-san. And then he, he hears it over and over again in his head. And he's like, oh, my God. Hell, yeah. She's, uh, oh, she's so thirsty. He likes her she much. wants the D. <laughs> <laughs> or the he, F she sharp. Me oh, music oh. jokes. Oh. <laughs> oh god that delayed reaction um, why is it sharp because um, <laughs> he wants it promptly now oh. um, and then he asks if there's a record store nearby and she says oh we have plenty of records at my place you should come over and then he has like this oh, vision my. of her sitting near her bed and she's like oh Karos, Karusan Oh, you knew what I meant when I when I invited you to my house. Oh my goodness! Um, but that's not what happens. Nope. Her dad <laughs> owns a music shop. Got him. Gotcha. Um, so he goes in, and uh, she's like, "This is my dad," and he's like, "Oh, hi." Hello, father. Hello, father. Hello, <laughs> sir. Um, and she takes him downstairs where there is a piano, and Centaro is there. Sitting at a drum set. What? Um, and uh, Ritsuko is excited that uh, Nishimi can play the piano. And uh, she's like, play something, play something. And uh, Sentaro is like, 
<laughs> he can't play jazz. Jazz is the only music for me. And then he just goes hard on the drum set. Some sick drum beats. I liked the animation for this was cool too because he like was actually hitting the drums that he was playing. Yeah. And not just like random flailing arm movements. Oh, God. If you want to see just some bad like drumming animation so watch some of those old scooby-doo movies with the hex girls they're playing like the same four notes the whole time and the song's wild it's very entertaining to see how little effort they put into it (laughs) as opposed to this which they really put attention to detail to yeah um and then once uh once he's finished um that's when reitz goes like play something on the piano and uh, Sentaro's like you want some jazz i'll just play some jazz he can't play jazz he's a classical pianist He's a nerd. He's a nerd. Um, so Sentaro starts playing like the opening notes for something, but he's not a piano player, so it's like not amazing. And then uh, Nishimi is like, oh, I know that song. I can play it. So he plays it, but he plays it very... Stiff. He plays it with a classical technique. Too stiff. stiff. No swing, says Sentaro. You gotta have the swing. It don't um, mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Yeah. That classic adage music (laughs) song. I know that song. Um, (laughs) So um, when uh, when they're all leaving, um, well, Sentaro's left, um, and Nishimi is about to leave, he says, like, what was that song that Sentaro was playing? And I loved that Ritsuko's dad knew, because he was like, oh, he can only play this song Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the piano. He's an idiot. He can only do one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so he gives him, he buys the record that uh, Sentaro was playing. Um, and then, like, throughout the whole day, he says he, the next day, he says he can't get the sound of Sentaro's drumming out of his head, to which I say, yay. <laughs> Just the and thought of him pounding. Oh, oh, oh boy, that got <laughs> heated. Um, uh, and while him and, uh, Ritsuko are walking down the hill, he's, like, walking funny to the beat in his head, and she's like, Haha, why are you walking like that? He's like, this is how I always walk. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm normal, please. <laughs> Just don't know me that well. Um, and then he, uh, he, uh, Sentaro runs down the hill past them, and he's like, later, suckers! Uh, and, um... Nishimi makes a comment about how he runs down the hill so fast. What do you see beyond the hill, Sentaro? Oh, oh, That's episode one. There was a lot of stuff happening in it, only because we got introduced to everyone and all the concepts and stuff. Get but yeah. Get out there real quick. Uh, episode two, start off with uh, Ida. Glasses, that's what I'm calling them. Uh, it's listening to a new record he just bought. I don't care about people's names i'm sorry (laughs) and he's uh listening to the record he bought and he's trying to play along with the song so he's like running up to the big record player they have in a different room upstairs and he's running back down to the piano like trying to play it out a bit and then running back upstairs and running back down trying to get the hang of it and uh he says his aunt's out so he's only got an hour so apparently his aunt doesn't like him playing the piano at all because she's a bitch so he's uh he's trying harder than he it's harder than he thinks it would be to figure out the song because he's such a classically trained pianist. He figured it'd be a a breeze, but because it's a breeze, he's having difficulty with it because he's a robot. 
music-wise. Mm. And he remembers Centaro saying, like, he has no sense of jazz. He's got no, like, idea, or not, like, rhythm, I guess, for it. I don't know. I don't understand jazz myself, so this is hard for me. And he can't yeah, put the emotion into it. Gotta, uh, gotta feel it. Ugh. Feelings. Who needs them? <laughs> Uh, and he can't stop thinking about the song, and he can't stop, you know, he's playing along with it. Even when he's in class, Santaro sees him, like, tapping his fingers along with the beat and trying to, like, get it down. And uh, he he wants to play it in front of the class rep and Santaro and kind of, like, stick it to him. Like, see, I get it. I can understand jazz. Yeah, it's so great. And on his way home, he's uh, taken aside by a few, uh, well, good, meaningful chums, a few uh, upright citizens of society. And uh, An upright citizens brigade, if you will. If you will. And uh, Matt Walsh is there and Amy Poehler. <laughs> and uh, There's an audience for some reason. <laughs> they keep saying yes and, but they don't do anything else. And a cat with a very big rear end is there. <laughs> <laughs> and these are just some guys that saw Ida talking with the class rep and getting real chummy with the cute girl in class. And they're like, hey, what if we beat him up? Say, cool, that solves every problem. Yeah, yeah, sad, good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, boss. <laughs> Look out these emotions that we can't, uh, what's the word? Talk about. Go f- talk about, sure. We're too afraid of kissing, so we gotta be fighting. <laughs> Wait, are they kissing each other? How gay is this shit? <laughs> um, as gay as you want it to be, boss. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna kiss me, boss? <laughs> Yeah, 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 we'll just practice kissing. Oh, no, you don't? Okay, me neither. It don't gotta mean nothing. It's it's just bodies is all. No homo. <laughs> now I just want this show about these, like, very clearly closeted, like, henchmen, like, bullies. <laughs> They're, like, <laughs> trying to seduce their boss but not be so overt about it. That would be great. <laughs> Um, hey, I, I got a good, I got a good plan to rob someone. Uh, let's let's talk over the plan over dinner. You like Italian? <laughs> I saw some of this lip gloss because you know, like nerds don't need it. And like I do, you know, steal what I can from, them, but it makes my lips real soft and kissable. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Oh, beans! <laughs> I put too much on. You want to take some off I the get... top, boss? Just give me a little kiss. <laughs> Just put it directly on your lips. All right, we gotta write oh, this God. down. We gotta. <laughs> this is too good. This is too good. TM, TM, <laughs> copyright. No one can take this from us. So the bullies escort Ida to like the side, and the class rep sees this, and she runs off to get get the muscle, get the brute. And when the bullies pull him aside, they find like this old like lion dog statue that Japan has so many of and they tie him up to it by his hands and they're like what are we gonna do with a boss and he's like I don't know let's pants him <laughs> it's like what like okay I wanna see his dick boss <laughs> like, I mean um, I mean it would be so embarrassing for the girls to walk by and see it you know? right yeah. yeah no one else well we won't make eye contact <laughs> who's super embarrassed by waving her dick around in public <laughs> And it's just like, okay, this is odd. Um, so the class rep runs off to get him, and we just see, like, as they start undoing his pants, we see Centaro just flying kick into, like, the leader and just knock his ass down. And he's just like, oh, man, I kind of overshot that. I kind of flew in a little too hard. And uh, the, all the goons run over to the boss and, like, pick him up. Like, you okay, boss? And he's like, ah, oh, you knocked out a tooth. So now he's got the, you know, big gap in his teeth. And he's bleeding a little. 
He's like, all right, guys, that, you know, show them what we got. Beat them up. Take on this ruffian who's, like, clearly three times the size of all of them. So it's just like, yeah, good luck with that. And well, as Centaur is fighting a bunch of them, Class Rep runs in and cuts uh, Ida loose, like, from being tied to the statue. And he's just like, ah, oh, jeez, I had to get saved by a girl, and she caught me literally with my pants down. So it's like, <laughs> uh And he's like, you know what? I, I can... I can do something too. I, I don't. I want her to like me more than she likes the Centauro. So like, I, I'll get in there and <clears throat> rough up some youths. <laughs> and he gives her her his glasses, which it's a good call. They're expensive. Don't break your glasses. <laughs> and he runs into the fight to help Centauro. And as he's running and he's screaming, ah, again, getting his energy all worked up and trips because he's a nerd and didn't have his glasses, so he couldn't see where he was going. And he trips into, like, this, like, pool, this well of water that was just in there, which I think some priests used to, like, bless shrines and stuff, because um, it had a little ladle in it as well. And when he falls in... He fell into holy water? Yeah. The power of Christ is on his side. He's a holy yeah. crusader for jazz. And... Uh, also, sorry, it, it took me way too long to get here, but when he did the flying kick down, he jumped down the giant steps. <laughs> oh, Is that music? It's a, it's a jazz thing. Anyway. You're, I'm so sorry. You're on the wrong podcast, man. <laughs> I wasn't in jazz band. I was in marching band. <laughs> I just didn't do anything in school. Uh, and I didn't like it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it wasn't my choice. I did not like the marching band. <laughs> and uh, when he falls into like the pool of holy water, everyone looks at him like, is he, is he drowning? Is he, like, did he try to fight us and immediately drown himself? And that's when he like, flies back up and starts splashing the water at everyone, throwing at it with the ladle. And he's just like, ah, 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 ah. And they're just like, ah, what the hell? And like, if nothing else, it's just a distraction. He's not actually like fighting any of them. But that gives him Centauro time to, like, break a few guys off. And then, you know, we get, like, a weird Benny Hill chase where they're all, like, chasing different, each other and running around. One of them catches Ida and he bites them. And then uh, Centauro catches a few and they beat him up. And it's, you know, they have a little scuff. And then by the end of it, uh, Centauro and Ida win. And they're just like, uh, I'll show you guys. I'll make sure everyone at school gives you the cold shoulder. And it's like, wow, what a threat. That's what's give you the cold train. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz. <laughs> Woo. And that's when Centaro's like, we're in the same class? It's like, who are you? And she's like, oh, like, I should go off. to class more. Damn. <laughs> it's like, I have no idea who these people are. I just love fighting. And that's when the, the class rep runs up and sees uh, Ida got hit in the head with a kendo stick. So his head's like a little bloody. She's like, oh, no, your, your forehead. Are you okay? And Centaro's like, hey, don't worry about his forehead. Worry about his hands. How them how them piano fingers. Showing he's worried he's worried about his skill with jazz and piano. And then when they end up going to the record store afterwards, uh, they go downstairs where the piano and drums that are, and they see Brother June, the cool man, the boss boss cool cat. Brother June, hey daddy o and he's just the <laughs> jazziest piece of shit on this whole thing. He does the Who's this cat. He does the whole lingo and like I'm not the biggest jazz fan, but I can appreciate the music. I cannot tolerate like the jazz lingo. It's never cool and it always comes off as douchey. <laughs> like leave it in the like 40s or wherever. Like we don't need it now. 
Mm-mm. I'm on board with like, oh, you gotta feel jazz and you gotta just jump into it and like the way jazz music's played. It's like, cool, I get that, fine. Don't bring the lingo back. Don't say Would lingo. Would you like a jazz cigarette? <laughs> it's a regular cigarette, just jazzy. <laughs> Wait, I thought jazz cigarettes were weed. Whoa. Because all jazz musicians loved weed. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was the... That was, I don't understand jazz. <laughs> it could have easily just been a cigarette. Someone played jazz or jazz or weed. I'm so out of my element. This episode. That's why. That's why you got to ship the two boys. Something you're familiar with. I gotta get the gay. <laughs> I'm wedging onto anything I can get. <laughs> Give me that gay. Uh, so yeah, brother June is actually just the neighbor. And he's very skilled at jazz, and he plays the trumpet, and he's back from college, so he's visiting, and whenever he's back, the dad and shop owner likes to get a get a quick session with Brother June. So he asks his daughter to watch the shop, and she's like, you always say it's a quick session, and it always ends up going for like two hours. And he's like, ah, come on, we're just going to jam for a bit. Hey, in jazz, that's one song. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> truly. It's like a fish concert. It just keeps going. <laughs> And Centaro's like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll play a quick sesh, and then we'll get Ida on the piano too. He can play with us. And as they start playing, uh, Ida's like playing the piano. Centaro's like, ah, stop being so stiff. Just jump in and just play with whatever feels good. Just get those good jazz vibes. And loosen up, baby. As they start playing, you don't play with your fingers. You play with your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, jazz makes perfect I play sense with for anime. My though. feet. <laughs> Uh, so as they're playing, uh, Ida starts loosening up and starts getting into the rhythm of it more. And Brother June's impressed. He likes what you got. He likes your style, kid. And <laughs> especially for only having, like, quote, really played jazz for two weeks. Like, really focusing on it more. So he's, he's impressed. And as uh, Brother June's, like, going upstairs, uh, Centaur, like, runs after him. He's like, he's like, oh, hey, boss! And, he, you know, he's real impressed by June and, like, you know, really likes him and wants to get his approval and stuff, so he's, like, running after him. And that leaves Eden, the class rep, downstairs in the basement. So he goes up and gets to Kurt's ask her, like, hey, what do you do on your days off? We got summer now, which is different in Japan. It's just, like, less school, but they still are in school for, like, three or four days a week. I don't know. I never got this. It's just summer. I don't know. It's just summer semester. So he's like, what do you do on your days off? Maybe we can work on homework together and, you know, have some alone time. Mm-hmm. And she agrees because she's thirsty. And she's like, we should meet up behind the church, you know, to leave room for Jesus. We're going on a date with Jesus. Mm. So he's like, yeah, cool. And he's like, I got a date. And he's all pumped. And then it cuts to just the day of and he's arriving at church and he hears like the bells and he hears like the choir from inside he's like oh yeah it's sunday i guess it would make sense there's a mass here and he just goes up to the window to hear the music and singing because he's still a musical nerd and uh while he's looking through the window what's that he sees a class rep and centauro in mass they're christian whoa he's christian and gay what a conundrum See, I thought he was also about to fall in love with, like, gospel music. And I was like, no, you can't keep doing this. No. Pick one. Please. You get one. Stop. I'm a music, I'm a piano prodigy, but I've only heard classical music. He's now discovering other music exists. And uh, he sees uh, both of them there. And he's just, like, surprised. They're both good Christian soldiers. 
and uh, once mass ends, they all come out, and he talks with the class rep, and he's like, oh, you know, it's neat that you're, like, religious and all, but, like, maybe we can spend some alone time. And then Centauro bursts out of the bush, like, fucking Team Rocket, and he's like, gotcha, Ida! And he's like, we're off on our trip! And he's like, oh, no! Third wheel on it! And they end up, like, just being hopped up on a bus, and then going to the coast. And he's just like, oh, I thought we were going to the library to work on homework, because he's still a nerd deep down. And Please, I need this. My <laughs> books, they're all I have. My grades! And as they're, like, talking by the coast, centauro uh, is gone. But then he just comes strolling up in a boat, like, in a, a big rowboat, uh, where you row it from behind. And he's like, hey, look, I rented a boat! We're gonna go off sailing! And just like, oh, jeez. Like, Ida's, like, way out of his depth. He's like, this is not what I thought it'd be. And as they're going off, Centaro's like, rowing it, because he's the big muscly man. And cl- <laughs> calm down. Uh, the class rep and Ida are eating popsicles. And Centaro's just like, hey, Ida, why don't you give me a bite of your popsicle? And it's just like, so gay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's just kind of like, I don't want to give my popsicle. Look at my popsicle. And the class That's gay, dude. <laughs> the class rep's like, oh, Centaro, you can have a bite of mine. Class rep- and Ida's like, no! He's going to eat anyone's popsicle. It's going to be mine. I'm going to stick my cold, wet, sticky stick in his nope. mouth. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't think you know either. I don't think. It's a popsicle. <laughs> I don't. What are you thinking it is? Oh, gosh. And it's an induendo for dicks, which are cold and sticky, right? And I can't. Why? So Edith's just like, no, I'll give him a bite of mine. So he goes to give him a bite, and Centaro just munches the whole thing and just, like, consumes the whole thing, like, stick and all. And it's just like, I know you're big, Centaro, but, like, do you just eat wood? Like, do you just eat the stick? Like, what's happening, my man? And, and he was like, one bite. Uh-huh. <laughs> fucking Al! Mr. Al did it again! You <laughs> son of a bitch. And so they end up just finding, like, a little island, and they go swimming and jumping off the cliff. Well, I wanted to point out, um, he he asks he asks um, Ritsuko if she, like, wears a cross, and she's like, oh, I have oh, a yeah. rosary. Um, but I thought, I don't know, there was something about the way that they conveyed the feeling of finding out fr- your friends are religious really well. Because, like, I personally am not very religious, but I have religious friends, and I know the feeling of, like, that being revealed to you. It kind of feels weird for some reason. It's it's a big part of their personality you didn't know about, and it's kind of like, yeah. oh, oh. Mm. Like, it's not bad, Especially, but it's, like, like, it's a secret, it felt like. Yeah, like, depending on your opinion of it, it's, like, it makes you feel different. Yeah. Maybe. Not yeah. that you like your friend any less, but it's like a new thing, and you're like, huh. And I felt like they conveyed it really well in this scene of him just, like, looking at Centaro wearing his rosary. Yeah. And him being like, huh. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, weird, huh. like, just out of the blue, immediately sort of knowing their, like, moral code. Mm-hmm. Since yeah. it's, like, in a book somewhere that you can read. And though it varies, it's sort of just a quick check mark of, like, oh, this is what they're into. These are, now I know the, like, uh, religious, spiritual things that uh, they'll abide by. Yeah, mm-hmm. and especially seeing how into it they were, because uh, the class rep was in church while she was praying, had, like, a veil on that she no longer has. Like, it looked like she might have changed clothes. And then, yeah, like you said, Centaro's wearing his rosary, 
And he's like, oh, do you wear yours? And she's like, no, you're not supposed to, but Centaur is special. The priest says he's, and then uh, Centaur cuts him off like, hey, don't, you know, don't blab. You don't need to tell him everything. Yeah, that was, I forgot about that. That was weird, too. So it was clear they're, like, they're not just, like, you know, Easter Catholics that, like, show up just for Easter and Christmas. Like, they're clearly there a lot and, like, involved with the church. Um, Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they get to the little island and they go swimming. And Centaur jumps off, and the classroom's like, oh, why don't you go swimming, too? He's like, oh, I didn't bring a suit. I didn't know we are going. It's like, ah, just go in your undies. Meanwhile, she's in a bathing suit, so I was like, you planned on this. You One of you what? planned for you this. Tell- you could have warned me. Yeah. And they, like, you know, tease each other a little bit with their suits, and then Centaur just throws everyone over the cliff into the water uh, as they start swimming. And she points out the... <laughs> When, when they jump in, do they do a cannonball Adderley? <laughs> Is this what I sound like? Jazz How? Shit. Did you Google jazz and you're just <laughs> yeah? When I'm when I'm quiet, I'm just looking up jazz because <laughs> I just want to make jokes. <laughs> now I get what it's like. You know, when I reference all those '70s and '80s sitcoms that no one cares about. Uh, and she points out Ida's, like, swimming in circles around her. She's like, why are you swimming like that? He's like, this is the only way I know how to swim with my head above water. It's like, oh, is that is that just, like, a weird character trait, or is that, like, a piano thing? I don't know, because his, ha- his hands are his dominant muscle instead of his legs, so he swims, we- I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure if there was more to it or not, or if I was just being an idiot. Um, so they're swimming for a while, and they're having a good time. And he's getting all lovey-dovey in his head, like, looking at her, like, oh, her face is real pretty. I could, I'd love to stare at it, like, all day, the rest of my life. And it's like, damn, dude, relax. You've known her for, like, a month. And, uh... He's got it bad. Yeah. He's got that jazz fever. And they're back on the boat, and Ida offers to row instead to show he's strong and he can do it, uh, but he can't. And he struggles a lot. And they ended up rowing the boat in circles for quite a bit, because it's how he knows how to swim. And... When they finally get back to the beach, oh, it's the wrong beach. Not even at the right place. Eat it, you goofed. <laughs> you dumb old nerd. And as they're walking along the beach, they see three guys ganging up on this girl. And it's never good. There's no, no reason for that. So Centaro comes up and he's like, hey, leave her alone. They're like, oh yeah, what are you going to do? But, uh, and they're like, that's Kobayashi or whatever his name is. It's like, that's Kawabuchi. Takuyaki, and they're like he is not a dragon maid, <laughs> which he was. <laughs> and they're like that's Centaro. He's the big bad of the school. Like, Let's get out of here, guys! And they run off because just being there scared him away. And he goes up to the girl and he's like, "You okay, ma'am?" And she turns around, catches her hat. She's like, "Oh yeah, thanks for saving me." He's like, <gasps> "She's beautiful." <laughs> now, now Centaro is just a lovesick puppy from this point on. And that's episode two. Significantly less gay. Yeah, the gay's <laughs> dropping off real quick now. Yeah. R.I.P. Rip gay. <laughs> uh, episode three, uh, we start out, uh, uh, Centaro is feeling all lovesick and all, all melancholy. Uh, he's feeling kind of blue. <laughs> Anyways. I'm not getting these. Uh, so, uh, uh, Ida does his... Uh, due diligence to like research this girl and try to find out who it is and finds out it's a classmate uh named eureka uh she's an aquarius Ooh, yeah just a <laughs> bunch of like fun facts and oh she's into this she's in this class blah 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 
I'm not a stalker. Uh, just to give the snapshot of, I know you're into her, so let me help you make your move. Uh, so they decide to skip jazz practice that day and go uh, uh, practice or make a plan to ask her out for Centauro since he is hopeless, mm-hmm. which they set up a little bit that, like, uh, Ida is, like, has been in love before, but he's a pretentious jerk before this, <laughs> so I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, he's um, like, what, you've never been in love before? That's the feeling of love. Yeah. <laughs> he's very aggressive <laughs> about his love. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so uh, they go to Centaro's house, uh, but they end up at the record store. What? What? Uh, turns out that uh, his uh, there's a row house, and his is like right behind the record store. Uh, so we go in. Uh, he lives with his grandma and a bunch of siblings, and was they're his all. Grandma? I thought it was just his mom. Uh, they said grandma. Oh, did they? Oh, I must have missed that. Okay, sorry. Hmm. Uh, so they're. Uh, we're meeting his family, seeing him be, like, sweet to his siblings and this sweet old lady giving them watermelon and all that stuff. It's a little rundown uh, of a house. It's a bunch of the kids, and they they find value where they can because they're poor. Yeah. Poor. Poor kid. <laughs> uh, anyways. We're <laughs> really so mean to the poor kids in anime. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what they get for being poor. <laughs> they're just so poor. <laughs> Why weren't they born rich? Why can't you be more like Nishimi and be rich? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, uh, uh, they go up to his room and they uh, plan on a group date. Uh, So it's less intimidating. Uh, Ida will be there. They're going to invite Ritsuko as well. Uh, And uh, he has a pigeon. Yeah. It doesn't come up. We'll leave His it there. Girlfriend. He's like, oh, it's my girlfriend. He's like, what? And he opens it. It's a pigeon named Sarah. It's like, aw. It's cute, but irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the, uh, the next day after school, uh, they they uh, find uh, Eureka, and they're, they're getting set up for Centaur to ask her out, and he's a nervous wreck. Uh, he has, like, note cards prepared that uh, Ida wrote, uh, and he's getting it all wrong, and he's a nervous wreck. Uh, and she asks, because uh, she sees Ida, like, hiding around the corner as this uh, date proposal's going on. And uh, she's like, hey, so who's actually asking me out here? Because the notes were clearly prepared by Ida. Mm-hmm. And uh, Centaro's like, oh, him, he's asking you out. He, he, he's, it was all his plan. And, he, and Ida's like, you idiot. Now she thinks I'm into her rather than you. And now it's messing it all up. Because I wanted to be on a date with Ritsko and have you out of the way. But now it's all messy. You big oaf. It, you he, big idiot. You can kind of see she's like a little disappointed when he says Ida. It's like, oh, okay. Oh. oh, the scrawny nerd. I wanted the big tough guy who saved me, but whatever. I want this big That's hunk of fine. meat. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they, uh, they like plan the to day. go to uh, Rendezvous Rock, which is like a local fun little date spot. Uh, so they all meet up. Uh, we see that Centaro had gotten into a fight since they last met, uh, and uh, 
Ritsuko was not clued into the fact that this was a group date, so when Yurika shows up, uh, she's immediately like, oh, well, Ida's super into her. Mm. I guess it's because she's so pretty and I'm so dumb and ugly. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> uh, so they go on their way. Uh, they're walking through the woods, and we uh, they're, there's a cute little moment where Yurika, like... Uh, scratches herself on a branch and uh Centaro like rips up a towel to make a little bandage it's cute it seems a bit extreme but okay yeah well. yeah that's what i thought i was like all right it's just <laughs> it's a scratch, scratch. you'll down. live you also have no neosporins so that's just gonna get all infected <laughs> you're making it worse you dummy holding all that bacteria in there <laughs> go to class once in a while maybe you'll learn something all those rip towel fibers are getting into the wound <laughs> I'm more towel than man. <laughs> uh, so they arrive at the uh, rock, and there's like a local legend that uh, if you and your uh, loved one climb it, you'll you'll get married. Uh, so Yurika is trying to get Centaro to climb it, and and. Uh, uh, since she's so eager, uh, Ritsko is like, oh no, we can't, it says it's illegal, we can't do that, haha, <laughs> cause she thinks she's trying to get, like, Ida to climb up, uh, so it's all awkward, it's all, it's all some bullshit. Kind of sells a love square, but they're actually just, uh, per- a little bit. they're actually just parallel lines, but they're dumb. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, it always makes a show better. Yeah, drama. What a big, wait, though, that was... That was deep, Brendan. What? It's geometry. <laughs> They're all just parallel lines. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll never touch each other. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were being deep. No, I, I liked it. I thought it was just two people connected, so each couple is a line. That's how I saw it. Anyway, <laughs> we're already going along. I'm sorry. This is too much. <laughs> Ritzko has like a lunch prepared and gives it to Ida and runs away upset. Uh, Ida follows and sees she's like crying and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, ha, uh, beans. Old, old Ida goofed this one up again. Ah, oh, jazz. Oh, oh jazz oh, beans. Jazz. Did I, did, it, it, how did you read this situation, Brendan? Because I thought it was pretty clear that Ritsuko has feelings for Centaro. See, I don't think she does. I think she's thirsty for that nerd boy. But she's so she's a childhood friend of Centaro, so she's so used to making launches for him that she always makes them so big, and that she thinks Ida likes New Girl, and that like now they're she's looking at it as a love triangle, and she's not included, and that's why she was sad. That's how I thought mm. of it myself, but I know all the characters see it differently. Yeah, what I was um, picking up on is everyone thinks everyone has a crush on the other person. Yeah. So Ida thinks Ritsko has a crush on Centaro. And Rita thinks Ida has a crush on Yumika, and they're like, oh no, it's the wrong person, I want it to be me. When, hmm. in typical high school romance fashion, if they just Talked. mentioned it, straight up, if at the <laughs> top, uh, like before Yumika arrived, uh, if someone said, yeah, Centaro wanted to go on this date with this girl, so we're inviting her along, I hope that's cool, that would have cleared up Everything, Everything, because Ritsko is spending this entire date thinking, oh, well, Ida and Yurika are here together. I guess I'm just hanging with Centaro like usual. Mm. 
We keep using her real name instead of just class rep. So I think anytime I hear I hear Ritsko, I think of Retsko from Agrisuko. Yeah. <laughs> it is, right? Anyway, it's interesting. We all see it differently. <laughs> oh. I'm just going to keep thinking I'm right. <laughs> but anyway. Fair. Continue. So, um, so Ida tries to, uh, there's, or, I think sorry. it's the next day. Yeah, the next day, there's a weird, like, handkerchief thing I didn't fully get, like... Yurika gave Santaro her handkerchief. Because he ripped the towel. Yeah, something like that. But then Ida steals it and takes it up to the roof and is like, this isn't good enough, and I don't fully get why they're fighting about it. I think it's because Santaro's sniffing the handkerchief like a weird perv, but he's also talking about it in the same, like, with, uh, near... Uh, the class rep, and she's still upset about it because she thinks Ida and Santaro are fighting over the new girl, and then Ida's... I really, I really don't think... I think that Ritsuko just likes Santaro, so she's upset that he likes someone else. But she was so flirty but, with know, Ida it, in the first episode. Yeah, because it, it's established that uh, Ida thinks Ritsuko is into her. That's why he's fighting so hard to get uh, Santaro to date this other girl because uh, she doesn't, or he doesn't want him around while he's trying to put the moves on Ritsuko. It's a mess. We watched Digimon. How is this more complicated? I, I think you guys are just thinking about it too hard. But anyway, <laughs> no, it's it's established. They uh, literally when uh, he's uh, all. Uh, love achy at the top he's like oh now's my chance to pawn him off so i can be alone with ritsko uh, i think the main whatever. question is what ritsko's feelings are like that's where we're getting confused that's yeah we're but it's, and that's why i'm saying i'm pretty sure she just likes centaro but it's clear because when when uh i'm not i don't remember this so i guess that's why i like as they're walking in the woods, uh, we get, like, her inner monologue of, like, oh, well, Ida's into this girl. I guess he, he likes the pretty the pretty ones and not little old me. He wouldn't like a country and, bumpkin like me. Cause, Does she say that? So, uh, along yeah, those lines, al- yeah. Also, well, okay, they fight. They, <laughs> they yeah. uh, some bullshit happens. Uh, Handkerchief so, or waffle. Handkerchief something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they fight, they, like, break up the band or whatever, but they go, uh, uh, Ritsko forces them to get into the jazz space so they can... <laughs> the jazz space. The jazz space. <laughs> That's their magical transformation, they go to the jazz space. It basically is. Uh, but they, uh, start to, like, try to play alone, but, uh, Centauro tries to, like, join in. But they end up having fun, and remember, it's all about the jazz, baby. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, Ida wants to play a special song for Ritsko, and is like, okay, uh, let me, let me just do this, we're alone in the basement, let's, let me play you this song. And this is where I feel it's pretty clear Ritsko isn't into Centaro because, uh, as he plays the song, she's like, oh, I guess this is just a dress rehearsal. I guess you just really want to play it for Eureka, huh? And She seems chill with it. Well, she, though. She see, she's very stone-faced while he's practicing, because the whole time she thinks this is actually for Eureka, not her. So she's just like, oh, he's just showing off what he wants to show another girl. 
Yeah, he mm. wants to make sure it, it's romantic and sweet to the person he doesn't like so he can play it for the person he does like. Yeah. Mm. And that's when he says, no, it's for it's you. It's for you. It's <gasps> all for you, baby. And she starts blushing a lot. And he's like, you don't need to answer now, but I like you. I think you're swell. Uh, let's date. I like that face you got. <laughs> and And then... And then we get a cliffhanger. We don't get a, don't get an answer. So will this be a love supreme, or will this be something else? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta go. It was another, it was another um, jazz reference. Yeah. It's the problem is like it's, <laughs> I just don't get that. Like I don't even notice what he's doing because it's jazz and they're just weird <laughs> names. So it's just like. Yeah. It's, it's at least with the Digimon references, it had Mon at the end of it. I you knew when it was a Digimon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, if I um, just sound too smug and I think I'm the most clever person in the world, th- uh, that's when <laughs> that's when you know I'm making a dumb joke. <laughs> oh, okay, just for me. <laughs> that's um, what I sound. I like tried all to the look time. up like a summary of episode three to see what was going on. I found a discussion post, and the first post is: "Turns out it wasn't so gay after." <laughs> well i I could have told you that (laughs) if it just stayed gay i wouldn't be so conflicted (laughs) not every beautiful anime boy is gay just like most of them Mm. well just like some of them (laughs) like a few of them (laughs) they're all so that was those episodes yeah Yeah. so are we there yet daddy-o Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were just going to say daddy. <laughs> daddy? Hey, daddy? I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> Are we there yet, daddy? I feel uh-huh. like that's a... Uh, that's like a 50s thing to call men daddy. Like in a more casual way. We call Dewey scat anyway. daddy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. I think this, for me, was the biggest flip I've had in a show. Oh. Uh, hmm. First episode... Immediately, we established this guy's an elitist dick. He's literally <laughs> saying, oh, I'm so much better than these others. I l- I'm a man of culture. I like classical music. Than these plays. And I was immediately turned off and was like, this is uh, some pretentious garbage. He's going to learn jazz and just be like the greatest jazzman and be like, oh, I'm, s- <laughs> I'm great at any art. Ha-ha. I prefer Aladdin over jazz. Ah. Uh, and uh, once we got it was more about their friendship and jazz sort of fell to the background of like the thing that held them together but isn't the main focus of the show and he actually has a turn in the second episode to being like a decent person capable of empathy uh, I I was really liking it I was getting a lot of my love story vibes from it Yeah. oh yeah because literally the same exact storyline of oh i think you're interested in my friend and not me and oh no i'm actually interested in you you idiot just pay attention to me is the first three episodes of uh my love story Uh, we don't know her answer well i mean maybe we'll find out if we keep watching by it I'm standing by what I think about. <laughs> we'll find out if we keep watching it. So will we? But we I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, 
I, uh, going into it, I wasn't really paying as close attention to the first episode because I was like, this sucks. <laughs> Fuck this nerd. Uh, you gotta be into jazz. You gotta feel it. Mm, just like with like full earnesty and not a hint of a- acknowledging it. It's like the tropiest bullshit. <laughs> but once we got mm-hmm. past that like intro to it, it it really opened up. And it's only 12 episodes, so I, I would be interested in finishing just to see what happens. Ooh. Well, hurry. You have until tomorrow. <laughs> uh, well, you can watch it elsewhere. Yeah, on Hulu. Uh, cool. So we'll mark that down. I was like, yeah. What, how are y'all feeling? I liked it. I enjoyed it. I got. I definitely got like tonal story vibes out of my lo- love story, especially if you pointed them out like that. It's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Animation-wise, it reminded me of like Scum's Wish. Where it was kind of like, it's just like very intimate moments, but then like a lot of attention to the animation in those scenes that really, like really make it stand out and reminded me, shit, I probably should finish Scum's Wish (laughs) because I didn't like it. I intended to finish (laughs) it. I just forgot about it. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I'll probably keep, I'll probably finish it. Because yeah, like you said, we're a quarter of the way done already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I also... I was the uh, Ritzko to a group of uh, jazz people in high school, so I, I have. Uh, you mentioned uh, like visceral childhood memories, and yeah, because uh, I was the non-jazz person out of a bunch of jazz fiends. <laughs> jazz so, fiends. Like one is now a Berkeley saxophonist, and others oh. are like still doing music stuff and like professional ways. So like, they they were deep into the jazz. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I was so, yeah the, I I I related. <laughs> I was that way with a bunch of metal emo metal kids. I was the nerd listening to Simon and Garfunkel instead of Coheed and Cambria. I mean, when I quit marching band, I was kind of like that because I was still friends with all of my <laughs> band friends. We all have weirdly music-related isolation tales of high school. We were uh-huh. all music adjacent. Adjacent. Yeah, none of us, <laughs> that's why none of us got a lot of these jazz references. <laughs> yep. Cool. All wow. right. That was like four well, in a row for thanks yes. Thanks for bringing that show, Dana. It was. It also had so many summer vibes that I was feeling because it. Yeah. Uh, we're recording like the last day of June. Yeah. Happy Pride. Ah. Happy last day of Pride. Twas fleeting. Uh, one more year, and we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> 365 days until next Pride Month. Ho, ho, ho. Oh. Is that Sam? So, uh... I was trying to I was trying to go for the mayor of Halloween Town. Uh, oh, gotcha. There's only 365 days until next Halloween. <laughs> anyway. I mean, he was gay, so it does work. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, next week, we have a listener suggestion uh, from Anna Laws Douglas. Uh, we're watching Yuki Yuna is a Hero. Uh, does that ring any bells for anyone? I've heard the name, and that's it. It sounds like an anime, like a Magical Girl Sailor Moon-esque series. So It sounds like an anime. Sounds like an anime. <laughs> yep, that's certainly anime-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't expect uh, Brian Cranston to show up in it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, we're going to be watching the first three episodes of that. Thank you, Anna. And if you have a recommendation for anime that you would like us to watch, you can tweet at us, are we there yet, on Twitter and Instagram. And you can uh, also email us at are we there yet at gmail.com. 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. So many tags or names. So many. Gotta keep it on brand. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brandon. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast. And thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for the use of our theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Keep up the beat. Beep, 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 yes. beep. Bitches brew. Gotta get in there. Skis, <laughs>